Welcome to Wonder Tour with Derek Cobb and Drew Perot, where we are learning leadership lessons from your favorite stories. Hi, I'm Derek. And I'm Drew. And we are on a journey to become better leaders by touring fantastic worlds and inspiring lore by going on a Wonder Tour. We connect leadership concepts to story context because it sticks to our brains better. You can find out more at wondertourpodcast.com. Get ready to have rain on your wedding day, Derek, because the number one rule of Wonder Tour is we don't talk about Bruno. It's time to enter the magical world of Encanto. Bienvenido, El Wonder Tour. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not good at Spanish, so. Um, but I wanted to at least pull off welcome. So today we are going to be talking about Encanto, and we are kicking off our series on integrity. This is episode 40. Welcome to this deep dive on integrity. And it's going to be interesting because... We're figuring out integrity for ourselves. We always hear a certain definition of it, but today we're we've kind of got our our hearts and minds opened, honestly. I mean, I think that's about the best way to describe how we're approaching this. What do you think, Drew? Is that how you're approaching it? Oh, I'm I'm wide open here. I would argue that in the depending on how you think about it, your hearts and minds might be a very similar thing. <laughs> Just when we use that when we use that terminology here, but that's for another episode of Wonder Tour to talk about what what does somebody mean when they say the word heart and they don't mean the literal thing that pumps blood. But <laughs> no, I'm I'm definitely open to this one. Honestly, when you brought this up initially, I was thinking maybe is integrity really something that we want to do a ten episode series on? And the more that I've thought about it, the more I've been thoroughly convinced that. 10 episodes would be like the bare minimum to talk about something like integrity. Boom. And where do we see integrity in Encanto the most? Where do we see it, Drew? Oh, we see it in Mirabel, of course. Mirabel. You just can't get rid of her. You can't get her to stop. <laughs> and when I saw this movie with my kids, I was just like, at Mirabel, I'll tell you what. She's incor- incorrigible. Is it? Yeah. There you go. Um, <clears throat> so she just won't stop uh, pursuing this little thread that she finds on the magic, right? She's dedicated to it. And not only that, she wants to see good things happen to everybody else around her. And that's so obvious. I mean, so, there's some toxicity in her relationship with, I think, Isabel, one of her sisters. Uh, there, but really on the whole, at least as, as much as we're introduced to in this two hour movie, Mirabelle is wholly dedicated to the family, to the village that they're a part of. And she's always caught in these difficult decisions. And you can see her struggling to make the right decision in those moments. So I can see where this came to your mind, Derek, as a starting point for the integrity series. This might be a little bit more straightforward to start talking about integrity here. So 
let's start about talk start talking about what integrity is because I think when you say that term, everybody has something that maybe comes to their mind or maybe like integrity comes to the top of your mind, but your mind is like a blur in terms of what's that, what it actually means and what you know how it interprets integrity. It actually needs like a context to interpret it. So if you just brought it integrity on its own, there's not a lot there. And I mean, I'm speaking from personal experience. That's definitely been the case for me in the past of how I thought about integrity. And slowly by working with you here, Derek, I'm hoping that we can clear that up and in doing so become people of more integrity. Yeah, so I'm looking at some of the Latin roots here and I think it's interesting because I'm a computer guy. You know, I got that background and uh, integer. <laughs> and in that particular, um, you know, I mean, obviously, as a computer guy, you know, that's a whole number, right? And, uh, you know, we're always thinking about that, how to store an integer, how big is the integer. Um, but this Latin root is intact. And I really like that word intact um, because I think there's many times where I have been like, uh, when I've been thinking with integrity, that I've been trying to make sure you're kind of keeping track of the pieces that are moving and you want to make sure that they are intact morally, right? You want to make sure that they are on the right track. And so I really like this root uh, in that word, you know, looking at the the origin, the entomology, right? Um, I'm always fascinated by that stuff every once in a while. I like to to think about it a little bit, you know, from time to time. I can't do it all the time, though. But a word like this is, can I say it's it's a little hard to unpack? We've kind of maybe started to broach that a bit here. It is. I think that's a good thing to say about it because at least that's how you and I feel. So maybe that's a felt experience that others have as well. For me, I'm thinking about integrity in a couple different parts. I think part one is to act consistently. So integrity has to do with doing what you say that you're going to do and ha having other people be able to trust you with what you say that you're going to be able to do. Then number two, it's about acting out of good character, which we talk about character a lot here on the Wonder Tour. Character is really kind of our, our sense of purpose and, and who we are and our, kind of our value system all intertwined into one. But it's an acted value system, not just a value system on a you know, PowerPoint slide or something like that. And then the third part is it's for the good of others. It's out of love. So I think for me, I'm still working on maybe a working definition for us of integrity, but that's what we'll come to as a course of the episodes in this series. I, I think it's part one, acting consistently, part two, out of good character, part three, for the love of others. And I think today's episode is, uh, I think most of our talk on Encanto is going to be about acting consistently. If you look at Mirabelle, she really very much acted consistently, consistently to the point that it drove people crazy. <laughs> um, you know, the, the first notable example I could think of is, you know, her uh, her sister, uh, the 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 strong one, uh, and she just kept pulling the thread on her until she just like unraveled, and and she's like, I can't lift anything, I can't lift anything. <laughs> just funny to me. I mean, I. I watched that and I, I don't know. She just got really, uh, you know, and, and, and the thing is, is that Mirabelle had unintended consequences with that. Right. But let's let's talk about, uh, you know, what if for a second. So this is kind of a segment for us. Um, we want to engage a little bit of this. What if what if Mirabelle 
left the whole topic of the magic alone? What if she just sat on her thoughts and maybe just, I don't know, what? She just squashed them, suppressed them, said, I'm not, I'm going to go get a hobby. I'm going to go, you know, take up basketball. (laughs) Yeah. What if she did that? What, What would happen? I'm curious. Yeah, she just kind of reserves, goes into her reserves and says, oh, I don't have the magic like everybody else in the family has the magic. I don't have my powers. So I'm just going to kind of go do, uh, you know, just go be one of the normies in, <laughs> in this sense. And yeah, that's a really good question. And so I like the concept here of the what if we started bringing it in after we talked about Marvel's what if. I think it gives us a really good jumping off point for something like the Wonder Tour because we can we can do that branching logic like Marvel does and talk about what would happen. So to answer your question, what happens if Mirabelle left the magic alone? I think number one, the magic is still going to die. It's going it's, to it's going to fall apart, but there's not going to be anyone to rekindle it or to rebuild it because we've lost the person uh, who is acting with integrity. And again, not that you know her older sisters. Uh, do embody integrity uh, to some extent as well. So there are other people of integrity, but perhaps her grandma, Alma, has lost her integrity, thinks she's living out of, uh, you know, she thinks she's living in a life of integrity, but she isn't because her value system and prioritizing her family has, uh, she's kind of twisted and that's been warped to the point where now she's actually harming her family in the name of protecting her family. So for me, I think, you know, very straightforward, what happens is the candle's still going to go out, the magic is going to be gone, but now they're going to have no way to resurrect the magic because that's Mirabelle's job. That's her talent. That's her magic herself. Yeah, there's no one to, to inspire the consistency that's needed to rebuild the magic right and i think that's what's interesting about mirabelle is that she is willing to endure pain and if she wasn't willing to endure that pain there would be no reconstruction re uh, ignition of you know the magic in their family and I'm still, you know, I'm still grinding on what that means. Like, I'm just, you know, I don't know. The whole magic thing really, um, it, it really makes me think a lot. Like, and I think about what what it actually, what is that? How it manifests? The fact that she can talk to her house. And, I mean, there's just a few different things uh, that are very, very interesting about the movie. Um, that, you know, and this whole concept of magic. But I think there's, you know, I think I've seen that, though, in families before. You think, yeah, there's just a magic here, right? Um, but that magic has to be maintained, and it is, I think it very much is maintained through integrity. If you think about going through and making sure the consistency and the intactness of each member, and what do I mean by that? I, I want to dig a little bit more into that. If people get fragmented, that means they're doing something in one pocket of themselves that isn't spilling over into another pocket. Well, when you're a family, it's very much about being intact, right? And so you've got to have all the members kind of rectified to each other. And when you don't have that, the magic starts to break down because you suddenly can't be yourself. You suddenly can't feel like you're, I don't know, comfortable 
in this atmosphere. Something's changed. Why is this? Why, when I say this one thing, this other person gets all fired up, right? The integrity, you know, and and being for the good of others. I think that's when it starts to kick in, right? So that's I like that you've kind of drawn this triangle for us today, and you put these three things here, and you say that if you take one of them away, the integrity triangle kind of falls apart. You know, mm, you're gonna get cracks in the house. Yeah, you're gonna get the cracks in the house because you start to see rifts. And I think very much this is this is why integrity is so important as you age, as you get older, because you go through crap, you go through stuff, right? And you can let that be inconsistent in you where you can figure out what it means, then you can make it consistent with you, right, and who you are and not let it change you. And otherwise, what's going to happen is, with, especially with relationships, you're going to develop a rift with somebody. And rifts are not good. You have to patch that stuff immediately. And integrity forces you to fix relationships. And that's what I really loved about this movie is that Mirabelle leads. Okay, everybody looks at her as the runt. You didn't get the magic. You didn't get anything, right? And she leads anyway. That is integrity. Man, that's good. That's good. And I think that something that might confuse a listener as we're going through here is you you might be thinking to yourself, oh, oh, wow. So you're really encapsulating a lot in integrity. Like you've talked about pulling love into integrity and dependability and stuff like that. Uh, Yes, I would say yes. (laughs) We are doing that because a lot of these magnanimous character traits are a combination of of multiple traits to really have some of these awesome leadership characteristics and and have these be core to your character you can't have just one they all must kind of start to grow in unison and there are times when we grow in one and then we grow in the other but there's always an interplay between them so i just want to call that out up front that yeah if it seems like we might be boiling the ocean with integrity my position is I think we have to because you can't really it'd be like having a discussion on wisdom and then only talking about, you know, knowledge <laughs> like, all right, well, we'll just talk about, you know, the information, making the right decision based on the information. It's like, well, there's a whole nother discussion in there on on what wisdom is. And I don't want to get off the rails. I just want to point out that integrity is kind of like as we're holding it in our hands right now, it's a little bit of a mysterious object still. And I think we'll we'll come to a much cleaner definition of it as we go along. So as we're going along on the journey, Derek, we got our hiking sticks out. We're going up the path, winding back and forth up the mountain. We're, you know, we've seen the sun come up over the hills. It's We got that beautiful view. And now we're nearing the end. We're about to go and we're going to see the the big pond with the little waterfall where the magic lives. So we're, we're nearing our mountaintop. Talk to me about the mountaintop here, Derek. What, what's our moment? I think that moment, you know, that we really liked about this is when the magic goes out, right? One thing that sticks out to me so much at that point is that the house uses everything left to save Mirabelle. And I just think, I don't know, something about those two lone shutters just kind of coming together there at the very end and making this little teepee, 
you know, and it says, I, I cannot let my only chance of being rebuilt, uh, you know, die, right? I can't let it fade. And so in that way, there was a spark passed on, even though the candle was out, right? Um, you know, it lived on in her integrity, right? Which is, was a flame that many people tried to blow out. Well, I think that film. I want to, I want to imagine. <laughs> I, want to reframe, Bruno. <laughs> I want to reframe what you just said there and i don't think it was intentional but the way that you talked about the house you 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 said kind of that the house was trying to preserve itself by propping up mirabelle and i want to argue that that wasn't what the house was trying to do the house was acting out of integrity itself the magic is integrity for the most part right the magic is, is a magnanimous character and if the house has that magnanimous character, which it does, because it, the house is the magic, essentially, as far as we understand, the house is just like a kind of a real version of the magic or how the magic interacts with the world, then the house would have that integrity. And it's it's trying to save Mirabelle to try and save Mirabelle. And guess what? As we've talked about many times on the Wonder Tour, when you act out of selflessness, love is recursive. And so you get rebuilt yourself, but it's not why you do it. You don't do it so you can get rebuilt. It just happens that that is how love works in the universe. <laughs> yeah, and you 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 really stretch yourself out there, you know, in that act of love. I mean, you're right. You don't know if it's going to come back. I, I will say honestly, though, with integrity, that you hope as heck as it's going to come back to you. You know, I think there is some aspect of that deep down. If we're all being perfectly honest right we know that we're on the line right however i'm with you in the fact that you just don't know for sure and i think that that's where mirabelle was at for sure and i do like what you did with the house there you really you really blew my mind um so thank you uh <laughs> i don't know how i'm gonna pick it put it back together here <laughs> the rest of the show but um yeah i mean so we're working from here right um, we've kind of talked about how, you know, she goes through and she she confronts her grandma and then finally she rectifies the relationship with her grandma. And Bruno's kind of it's kind of funny when Bruno arrives, like he has he clearly has done nothing else. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't know what's going on. You know, and he missed all that. Right. He missed all the rectification, all the reconciliation. Thankfully, he catches up very quickly. They get back to it, and I think what's really cool here is that they use no magic to build the house again because the magic has already sparked all of them, right, and taken them to that point. And then it's this amazing moment in life where you realize you don't need it anymore. You have it together, right? It's mm. already sparked. It's already there. Everything is in place. You just have to act Yes. And, yes. And so many times I, I think we're pining for that. We're pining for that, but we just don't realize we already have it. We are, right? It's the relationship maybe from joy to integrity. It's when we act magnanimously, when we act with integrity, joy follows. And as we just said, the house acts out of abundance instead of out of scarcity. The house is not trying to protect itself. The house is trying to protect the people. Even as it's crumbling, it's trying to protect the people. When we act out of abundance instead out of scarcity, it it 
pumps joy into the world. It can pump joy into other people despite a bad scenario. And I think we have to be careful here as we talk about, you know, when we love others, we want to, we do want to be loved back. But we have to be careful that I'm not a firm believer in karma in that way that, you know, oh, it just is going to come back to you. It's like, no, there's a lot of bad things and chaos in the world. And if that's the case, then it's not it's not like whatever you put out just always comes back. It does sometimes work like that in the long term. But it, it's not a it's not a rule of the universe, obviously, to me. I, I, some others might disagree. And that's OK. That's not a you know, that's not a sticking point. That means you're not on the wonder tour. It just to me, it doesn't seem in my observations to be how the universe operates. But that said, when you operate out of abundance, when you when you choose to protect others and sacrifice and make the hard decisions, like you said, integrity is something that seems to require pain. <laughs> it will to, to truly be a person of integrity. You will have pain. You're going to have your you know, you're going to have your house get torn down sometimes. It seeds integrity in others, and then they choose as well to act consistently for the good of others. And you're able to shine that just like we talked about in the last episode on Treasure Planet. We're able to shine that warm light on just one more person and one more person and one more person. I love it. Yeah, you you take hits. You know, when you act with integrity, you know, people may not quite understand your motivation uh, for integrity. They may see it as annoying or wasting time or you know, these type of things like, oh, well, we don't have time to to think about why we're doing this. And, but, you know, you say to yourself, but why is really important? Why needs to be a good reason? Why needs to be the right reason? And this is driving that, you know, purification process that you just touched on again from Te- Treasure Planet. I, I really like that you brought that back in because I think that there, you know, there's some interplay there. And I think we're going we're to talk more about that in the next episode um you know talking through Encanto some more about you know about integrity is there anything else you want to cover today in today's tour or are we off the mountain already no we're still i'm still coming down the mountain right here i'm just reflecting on what i've seen so i want to get one more piece in if the magic is integrity and i think that's kind of what we're saying it's not again the magic is more than integrity but we're using that metaphor here basically saying if the magic is integrity then doesn't it follow that the magic is naturally perpetuating itself and it doesn't know and again i've said some of this in in more and fewer words (laughs) already in this podcast but i'm just trying to crystallize it Acting with integrity, acting as the house does with the magic, doesn't seek to perpetuate oneself. Instead, it seeks to perpetuate good character and magnanimous character across the world. And it recognizes that if we get torn down, we will have sown many more seeds that will grow elsewhere. Thus, Now we have a reason to sacrifice. Now we have, dare I say it, a reason to die. Because if you can die in order that others could live, then it would be worth it. Yeah, well, I think that that that's evidenced in the story. I mean, the whole town comes to help, you know, rebuild the house. And I think that there's certainly supporting evidence from the story, um, you know, that you, you know, you kind of talked about there. And 
you know, I and I think it ended it ends well, you know, when Mirabelle she's the one that opens the door, right? And she that's when she gets her her payoff. So I want to say here as we're coming down the mountain that integrity is the long game. Sometimes it's the short game, but a lot of times people are annoyed by integrity. <laughs> they don't want to take the time out for it. Um, they don't want to be thinking about that because it's just easier not to. And we've got to fight that as magnanimous leaders. We've got to play the long, the short, the mid game with integrity because it has to be intact, right? And I tell you what, you get to the end of your life. I don't care where you come from belief-wise. You get to the end of your life and you look back. And if you have an – I'll just replace the word integrity – if you have a life that was intact, whoa, you've really lived. And I think that to me, that's what it means for me is having that life that was intact. And you look back, you can see a literal things come and go. Okay. Things come and go in your life. Right. But if there is a cord or a thread or like, think of like a steel cable or whatever, you know, and if you can see that and trace that through everything that you ever went through, that's integrity. And I think that just due to the nature of being humans and getting just, you know, dropped into the world with no understanding of anything, that that, that cord grows with time. It's not just that you see that steel cord, that steel braided cord coming all the way through. It's that you see it become stronger and thicker as you go through your life and it continues to just add and add and add to it until you get to the end and you know it's it's now it's no longer a cord that's just something that you can see that you you can look back and see but other people are able to reflect and see wow they had a cord that pushed through their entire life and it became it like pushed itself out into the real world and even other people were hanging on to that cord and other people you know you, at that point you're giving away braids of the cord to other people because you have so much in abundance that you're able to to thread their cords as well i love it that was uh that's 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 right where i'd like to leave it honestly for this first episode and integrity and so we will be exploring more about mirabelle and the world of encanto next episode so if you had anything else you wanted to add on that, hit us up on Twitter on at the Wonder Tour. And we will catch you next time. And remember, all who wonder are not lost.